Hey, it's Melinda, and welcome to the Kavana Podcast. The Hebrew word Kavana is all about living your life with intention. Each week, I'll be featuring someone who inspires me and lives each day with purpose. My greatest hope is that by listening, you too will be inspired to wake up every morning with intention. It all begins with you. I want to introduce all of you guys to Nikki Schreiber, who is the founder, is that correct? That's me. Of Humans <laughs> of Judaism. And you're on Instagram and on Facebook, right? Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, Pinterest, anywhere you have internet, you know, social media, I'm there. <laughs> Amazing. And I would love to hear, I would love to hear how Humans of Judaism got started because I definitely started following somewhere in the middle. Uh, I love all your posts. I share your posts. I see people sharing your posts. And I really want to hear like where, where this all started, how long ago? did you start mm-hmm. Humans of Judaism? So it's also so funny because we do know each other for a little bit, quite a little bit, and from different, um, from different uh, avenues. And one of the things I remember earlier on in, in the human's history, which I'll go into uh, in a moment, was just that I know you as Kitchen Tested. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know your awesome hamantashen and the rainbow hamantashen and all the things that like, you know, just a, a different chapter. I mean, a continued chapter, of course, but it was, uh, you were uh, doing that at the time. And it's just so fun and uh, exciting to see where you are now um, for, uh, for someone who's been following you for a little bit. Oh, there we have our, my coworker is chiming in. Well, you have to introduce um, your coworker, of course. My coworker would be my little dog over here. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so Humans of Judaism, I, um, it's, uh, it's been five plus years. Um, the page started in June of 2014. Uh, it was the year I was in, um, I was in a year of mourning for my father. My father passed away in November of 2013. And, uh, you know, um, uh, obviously through dealing with that and taking some time, um, a couple of months passed. And during that time, one of the things um, that you think about is trying to do something meaningful, uh, something uh, often people will donate charity or do things in memory of uh, a loved one or family member who's passed. And, I just was trying to think of something interesting to do. And uh, my father and I actually had bonded greatly on another project that I was doing on Facebook um, prior to his passing. And that's what gave me the idea to do something on social. I had a friend of mine that had passed away suddenly um, a year or two before. And I had done a, a memorial project, a very modest page in his memory. And my father wasn't on Facebook or any of that, but he used to always ask me if I can email him just the posts and he just really enjoyed it. And that really connected us. And um, when it came time a couple of months into um, my year of mourning, I was thinking of doing something uh, specifically in his memory. So I wanted to create something new. Um, And the idea was, uh, it it really was with um, a very well-intended, but but really no sort of um, growth expectations, just in the essence of, hey, let me put something out on social media that sticks. the general message uh, was and continues to be, um, let's find the good within the community. Um, let's uh, focus on the good things, um, celebrate um, life and just those human moments. And uh, you know, it's not just all good on humans. You'll see there's often shared condolences, but what it's doing is it's sort of celebrating the person's life or um, just giving people that place. And um, and I just, um, you know, the timing was interesting. Um, uh, like I said, it started in June of 2014, and that happened to have been 
uh, right when uh, Gilad Ayal and Naftali were kidnapped in Israel, which was the kickoff of, um, <clears throat> and were later, of course, um, found uh, dead, and they were, uh, and that kicked off Operation Protective Edge uh, in Israel. And that was a very emotional summer, if you remember back uh, five years. It was uh, uh, a time where our hearts were broken, um, but a time where, as a global community, uh, there definitely was a great deal of unity. So I think with that general energy and the timing of the page and uh, starting to evolve uh, the creative nature and style and format, um, by the end of the summer on Instagram, and this was five years ago, so you can appreciate it, it I, I saw that I had 10,000 followers on Instagram, wow. and I'm like, yeah. um, okay, I think people are liking this. Um, I mean, I have a full-time job. This is just a side little game, a little thing I was doing. And, um, and that's when I realized after that summer that something was happening here. Um, fast forward today, um, it's been five plus years uh, from June. And uh, the page, the brand, uh, and the message is uh, now reaching uh, hundreds of thousands of followers worldwide. I just hit, um, actually today, so fresh off the press, uh, I just hit 150,000 Instagram followers. Congratulations. Very exciting. Yes. And uh, I have the same amount about that on uh, Facebook as well. And mm -hmm. uh, really just uh, the impact to me continues to be overwhelming um, in terms of just, it's remarkable the things you can do. Uh, it's remarkable the things you can do and uh, reminds you that people, uh, people often mistake uh, social media for a place for sort of salacious stories or things that you know, have gimmicky things. Uh, really comes down to, to human success has been the authentic honesty, kindness, you know, just sort of putting out nice things and, 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 it, and it works. And people are seeming to uh, respond well. So that's really what keeps me going five years later. <laughs> wow. And do you, what kind of messages do you get from people? So what's always remarkable is you, let's just say, see a story, let's say it's about a Holocaust survivor and it's his, uh, you, know, you know, their background or whatnot. This is someone's grandfather, um, often, uh, more often than not, it's sent to me by one of their grandchildren or the person themselves sometimes. Or, um, so these are family members. And that's another, uh, another half uh, or a component, I should say, of uh, Humans of Judaism is my protectiveness over its environment um, and the comments that come in as well. It's not just making sure to put out great content and you, you, you know, you always can put out content with the greatest of intentions, but it's also about it being received in the same tone in which you've set. So um, I always use the example because it just really brings the point home that I can post a picture of a beautiful sunset, but there's going to be one person that will comment, oh, you know, the sun causes skin cancer, you know? <laughs> so, you know, you always have to sort of put aside a, a percentage of that. Um, yeah. More often than not, you know, um, I've posted pictures of, of really sort of innocuous, kind moments where hateful people will be hateful people, a troll will be a troll. You get a comment, I manage it. I go in there. Um, if, it's, if it's hate speech, uh, you know, violent nature, aggressive, those kind of things, that gets deleted and blocked. If it's a difference of opinion, that's always welcome, of course, uh, as long as there's respectful dialogue. Um, but for the most part, um, I don't deal with that as often as one would think but it's something I take uh, very seriously because um, I'm dealing with the people in the story um, more often than not. Or, uh, or if it's a story I posted, let's say most recently, um, you know, of, uh, of different athletes or people who have won the, uh, we just had someone win the gold 
uh, for Jodoki. Uh, I think it's Sagu. Um, ugh, I'm going to mess oh up his God, name. Oh, God, I know. I posted, too. I'm like, what is the name? I, I tagged okay. him and wished him a mazel tov. Yeah. He writes back. He's a real person. Um, so it's what's exciting is um, that this is a community. And with the Jewish community, we always have the best jokes of Jewish geography. We all, we're all somewhat so close. So um, we're all real people. So I take the stories, not just the stories. These are uh, real people that peek into somebody's real life. Well, I think that's really powerful what you're saying, because I think a lot of times people forget that people are real on social media. And as much as you are the face of a brand and you are a rock star, what you're doing and people know you, you're still human being. And I mean, even right humans of Judaism, that every person that you post is somebody, somebody, they are a human and people forget that. I think a lot on social media. Yeah, that's, um, I think it's important. It's, um, and, and more often than not, I'm grateful to say that it's collecting warmth and, uh, praise and positivity and support. Uh, my most recent post that's up right now, uh, is of a father, uh, surprising his, uh, lone soldier from New York city. Um, and an honest moment of, uh, of, uh, of them seeing each other and, and, and a nice long father son hug, uh, right there at the Western wall. Uh, it was shared, it was shared with me by many people hoping that I would share it, but it was also shared with me by the actual soldier himself. So wow. it, you know, it's, it's, it's these moments that I'm so excited to have that, um, ability to share it with all of you, but it's, it's, um, it's something special. And, uh, you know, so I enjoy it. Do you get a lot of submissions? Like how, how do you find all the posts that you post on, on Instagram and Facebook? By the grace of God. <laughs> um, I, so it's a mix of things. Uh, it's certainly, um, I, I, I say this and it's a very bad, uh, message and model is, uh, more often than not, I don't have a planned media prep for the day. I have to sort of feel out each day. Uh, so many different things happen. I can have a wonderful story. You know, there's some moments and uh, holidays and things. I have certain things that are prepped. But on the day-to-day, -day, you know, you sort of go with the tone. Uh, if there's a current event or if there's a story that, you know, that, that, that I've been wanting to tell. Uh, the way I discover the material is in a few different ways. Um, it's uh, being a follower first. I always say I'm a follower before I'm an editor. Uh, I like to post what I would want to see. Um, so I just keep up with current events, pop culture, what's going on, uh, the different pages that I follow in organizations and people and places that I admire, keep up with the work they're doing, see if there's anything there that day. Um, I do get a, a, a great deal of submissions, which I'm so grateful for. It's like, it's, it's, it just comes and there's very minimal editing. I like to also keep the, uh, authentic voice and tone. And if there's a misspell, I'll, I'll, I'll help those little details, but not meant to be perfect. We're not perfect. We're human. Yeah. <laughs> and um, so I do love the organic nature of sharing the words um, from the followers that send in. And sometimes it'll just be discovery um, on social media, uh, you know, and, and with ask permissions because, uh, again, it's real people. So it's not just sharing just a picture. It's finding out if they're okay with it being broadcast. Um, so it's just, you know, if people hashtag people, sometimes will tag, tag the page. Uh, I could discover it there. Um, so there's a variety of ways, um, but it definitely one of my favorites is the direct, uh, I'll get something in my inbox, it's like gold, you know, all of a sudden you get the ping and you see this wonderful, like, out of this world, like a uh, matter of fact, somebody sent me a couple of weeks ago while they were on vacation, it was uh, two men standing on the back of a yacht uh, on the coast of France with their tefillin on. 
So when do you see someone standing on a picture of a yacht where they're not showing their faces and the only thing message, and they didn't send me a tag, they sent it from their email, but they, I asked them if they wanted to be tagged, no response. They didn't, you know, it wasn't about that. It wasn't about, it was about showing this beautiful, you know, uh, moment of people in the south of France on the back of a yacht and their priority is their talus and tefillin. So um, these, that, that's, that's my joy and getting it directly from the people that, you know, it's, uh, that's that extra little nuance, uh, exciting detail on the editor end of humans that uh, I really get to um, speak to these people, wish them well, uh, relay the sentiments. Um, and uh, more often than not, also, if uh, there's a lot of meaningful comments, I'll do follow up, send them, you know, uh, their way so that they can share in the well wishes or if it's a refuel, you know, if it's somebody to feel better, if it's condolences, mm. whatever the... Um, whatever the tone is of the story, um, it's nice to really share it. It's real people and they enjoy collecting it from the, uh, from the global community. Well, I really sense your passion and feel it that it's not just you posting just something every day, but really posting things that mean something to you in your heart. And I think that's really, really special. Is this, is this your full-time job now? No, I wear so many hats. I'm sure you know something about that. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Exactly. Yeah. So um, this is, uh, luckily, my jobs are all demanding but flexible in a funny way that allows me to uh, balance everything. Uh, and in this day and age, one of the benefits of 2019 is remote working. So that allows for a great deal of flexibility. And it also allows for my 24-6 uh, you know, login abilities, really. Um, so, um, no, I, I do have other things that I do, but this is absolutely, um, it is a full-time job, but I happen to have a few full-time jobs is the total answer. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know if you've heard the saying before, and I'm, I'm sure you have, and we'll talk a little bit about our connection, uh, but busy people get things done. And someone who knows how to get it done can take on one more thing. If it's something you're passionate about and something that's leading you forward, you will find time if it means something to you. True. Well, very well said. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Uh, <laughs> and what are some other, well, actually it's funny because I kind of want to talk about your sister a little bit. <laughs> we that, must. If is we that okay? Can we, we do that? Have been a Zoom? <laughs> I, I know it's, it's, you know, I learned everything about, I mean, I've learned so much about what I do from your sister. So I'm really grateful to her. And she is how, you know, she connected me to you. And even though we, like you said, you know, from my Hamantashen and from both of us growing up through social media and Instagram knew each other, but never really an intro until, until um, Miriam Stabetsky, who is one of my Optavia mentors. And I'm so grateful to her. And uh, I always, I always think that you just know everything she says, even though you don't, because you're sisters, like I have sisters, I get it. <laughs> but I just, I felt like saying that, you know, a lot of people who listen to me don't realize that along with inspiring people and creating fun recipes, I do work as a health coach as well as an Optavia coach. And I help people change their lives and get healthy. And your sister is one of the people who is, is a mentor to me and helps me grow. Yes, yeah, she is uh, one of a kind, my sister. Uh, we do uh, mention you often because you're our little bridge gap for absolutely no reason. I'll be like, have you seen Melissa's post today on Instagram? It's just, I mean, Melissa, Melissa. <laughs> Melinda's post Here on Instagram. Here we go. We're going there. Okay. I, yeah. I'm like, because, you know, we stay on top of it. That's why I suggested when you asked when we can do this interview, I said, yeah. can we do 6.30 a.m.? Because I know that's when you have my sister at a time that I would love to be bothering her. 
a nice early you time. You can join morning. us. You can she does really- offer the same thing, but uh, apparently she's going to be very jealous, by the way, that I downloaded and am on Zoom with you right now. Uh, once she finds out that I have downloaded Zoom, it's over for me. Is this your first time using Zoom? My first Zoom. I have this deferred it a- until now successfully, but you convinced me because I just was being a yes woman for this uh, exciting day. I am so honored. Like, this is a bigger yeah. deal than maybe you know right now. Uh, but I will say one of the really fun things, and I'd love to hear this from you, is, you know, every single morning I get on a Zoom with your sister and our team to talk about our intentions for the day. And I would love to know with all of the things that you are doing and all the hats that you wear, and you're welcome to mention any of them if, if it's important for you. Um, do you set your intentions in the morning or at any time? So it's actually so funny you should mention this. Uh, when I was speaking with Miriam earlier as she's continuing to build her, um, you know, her social media brand as everybody is, um, and I was talking about Instagram, I was like, you know, um, hey, I said, I'm actually going to take a page from Melinda, from Melinda's book. Um, Sorry, um, from Melinda's book. Um, in terms of, I remember one time we had spoken when we were initially speaking more formally because we didn't know that we were, you know, now connected through Miriam. Yeah. Um, you were talking a lot about setting goals um, and specking that out. And I remember that that stuck with me. I mean, it seems so fundamental and simple, but sometimes, you know, you hear things when certain people say, and you had laid it out, and uh, it was really zeroing in on that. So, um, um, so I was, uh, you know, just mentioning that to her and, um, it's just nice that there's a lot of cross share. There's a lot of, uh, a lot of, uh, with all the different hats, they do definitely uh, feed each other. Uh, one of the other things that, uh, one of the other hats that I wear, I mentioned that I was working, uh, that I worked full time when I got this started and I continue to work full time. It's actually in healthcare and within healthcare. And I'm surrounded by, uh, I'm surrounded by clinicians, which I'm very lucky. I always say mm-hmm. that my uh, that my um, degree is actually CA. I'm like clinical adjacent because I'm, I'm surrounded by social workers and registered nurses. And um, more often than not, when I'm also dealing with social media, sometimes I apply some of the tools I've grabbed from different environments um, and, um, and, some, and, and apply it to the things I'm working on. So I guess going all the way back to your question also with uh, uh, in terms of goals, um, I have broad goals, but the creative details, uh, I leave to the day to day, if that's best said, um, you know, uh, on, on humans of Judaism and I, and I have a a variety of different branches of the brand uh, that I also manage, including like memes of Judaism and sometimes sparks of Judaism and different places from there. Um, it's about seeing what I can do realistically and backing into it. Uh, for humans of Judaism, I have to get out, let's say, uh, a certain number of posts a week, a day, or whatever it is, and meet those goals. But identifying what the actual content is per day, like I told you, I sort of fly by the seat of my pants to uh, keep it fresh and keeps me on my toes. Yeah, you know, I do the same thing. And someone recently did say to me, you know, you want to plan a calendar. And and I, I understand it because I understand, especially like if you have a certain look you're going for, color schemes, things like that. But I'm like you in that I love, I love to just post what's going on in my brain right there, you know, or that day, like every morning when I go on my dog walks and I talk to everybody, I don't plan them in advance because then I don't feel like I'm talking honestly, you know, and I I have so many topics. I mean, I literally have notes on my phone. I have a note that I will throw quotes into and ideas into and things that I'm learning in the moment because I'm not jumping on Instagram this second but I really want to make sure at some point in my life I talk about it. So um, do you, so you really every day just fly by the seat of your pants? 
Um, more often than not, it depends, you know, um, like, uh, I always say with, uh, posting, uh, the, my three rest, my three ingredient, uh, recipe is, uh, one part good content, which, you know, goes without saying, but should be said, uh, second part is timing. So say I post a, a story today about a Holocaust survivor, um, and it does nicely, that's great. But if I take that same post and I post it, say on Yom HaShoah, it'll obviously perform better. Um, so it's all about considering the timing um, of different things and putting them, pu putting the story where it fits. And then the third part is, of course, the uh, hardest ingredient to get at the store, which is mazel. So, you know, you can post the same thing as the same, you know, I could simultaneously post at the same time as another page and it'll perform differently. Uh, just, you know, it's, it's, it's that stroke of mazel. So um, when I look ahead sometimes at the week or the month, uh, I will calendar out this one's an easy upcoming, you know, who those four weeks of the holidays is, is, is like autopilot for me because I've been doing this for so many years. Uh, it's okay to repurpose old content and introduce new content and things like that. So that's down to a bit of a formula, but I'll look at the calendar, see what's going on that week, keep my eyes open. Um, or I have great partners that will radar me to the fact that, oh, this happened or, or something going on. And then also, then you get that fun inbox uh, wildness where a follower will just send you a story about something in their family or something that is relevant to that week to their story, which makes it a timely, um, you know, hit. Um, but, you know, from that, from that end, it's like, I have stuff to choose from, but I haven't sort of put the pieces together for the week that I like to feel out organically. I mean, there are moments where you have things planned. Like I remember coming out of Pesach, uh, you know, this year, the last day of Passover, uh, if anyone remembers, it was really tough. I was in yeah. New Jersey and I had, I was smug and ready because, you know, you know, I already know how this goes this is my fourth one. You know, I'm going to have some joke about comates and eating bread and, <laughs> and, uh, you know, and, and that's all autopilot, no problem. And, uh, you come right out of, uh, the holiday to hear that there was the Poway, uh, synagogue. Yeah. Uh, you know, that was right near me. That was literally a mile away from where I was in my Pesach program. Oh my goodness. Oh yeah, my goodness. So you certainly know. So coming, I mean, so it's anything you had planned is trashed at this point. I mean, I still actually heard about it. I think just a moment after I did post something about the Hamates thing, but it's fine because you're allowed to balance out what's happening and continue the tone because, you know, it was a holiday. But the point of the matter is, is everything changes and uh, the rule is ultimately there are no rules. So yeah. you, can, you can plan and prepare. <laughs> But part of your planning and preparation should be for the unexpected, obviously, and mm -hmm. changes. Yeah, I mean, that's one important thing with social media, right, is that it's unpredictable. And people really do, and we've seen it over and over because Instagram's been a little bit, you know, um, inconsistent with, uh, there's been a lot of, uh, what are the words? Um, it's been breaking down a little bit, I guess is a nice way of putting it. <laughs> Have you been breaking down a little bit? Let's no, but, they, so thank <laughs> God, so I haven't been, and I kind of take it as a break. I'm like, this is a sign that we all need to, you know, there's a few parts, right? Number one is put your phone down. It's okay. All right. This is Absolutely. a gift. This is a very sweet gift. Put your phone down. You're going to be okay. Your business will be okay. Everybody's experiencing this together. And number two is if your entire business is only on Instagram, you might want to rethink uh, getting yourself onto some other platforms, having an email list, having a website, other places that can be more consistent. When when the number one place that you're on might go down. You have to remind yourself like this, consider it your office. So if Instagram is your office, then that means you're leasing space in an Instagram building. 
Mm. And that building can, you're not in charge. You just signed a lease and they have the rules. And if they want to lock the doors one day and so be it. Uh, it's important to set up shop in a variety of places. And also just for the people who are genuinely your followers and fans, let them know where to find you if something should happen. Because things do come up, even if accounts go down and come back up, uh, you know, it's, it's, you're at the mercy of your landlords. And uh, the best place where you can be the best landlord is often your own website, as you know this. Mm -hmm. um, but renting space on other, you know, in other people's buildings, you just have to always remind yourself, you just sort of work here. And you can continue, you know, play by the rules, uh, always important, which you, I know you do. Um, but it doesn't mean that, uh, you know, it just doesn't mean that things are going to run in the way that you expect. So um, it's a great idea. And, and I, I share that sentiment. People should absolutely be sure to. It's not to say that, you know, I'm, I don't want anyone to get overwhelmed and think, oh, I have to be on every single social media platform. I just recommend two, more than one. Have a default second place that you can sort of, you know, just more than one. It, yeah, don't I've been hearing the, people keep talking about getting on LinkedIn right now. So if you're out there and going, what is my second platform? I, I wouldn't go to Facebook. It's not going that direction, although I still love Facebook. And I have, I really build very good connections there with people. Like I find that's where so many connections are being built for me. But I am told, and I am not the experienced one in this at all, that LinkedIn is a really great place to So. To I think the real thing is, um, is identifying that goal. And the goal mm -hmm. is to sort of meet, communicate with people also where they are. So it's, you know, it's also what's right for everybody. And they're all different languages. Uh, consider it if you have one message, but you have to say it in several different languages, because that's really what social media is. It's, you know, it's you're trying to deliver your same brand messages, but in different languages. And each language comes with a different culture. And the people are different. So um, while Facebook, I know some people are saying, oh, it's on its way out. Well, it may be on its way out, but you're going to find a certain demographic of people that it's really very much the way in. It's their comfort food. It's their, you know, it, it's their landline telephone, if you will. So what, you know, so <laughs> I still I, have you know, one of I, those. I do. We, we all need one of those. Uh, <laughs> I think I finally unplugged like a long time ago. Um, but it is important though, um, to, to have these different spaces because, you know, one of the places that I also, um, I have a newsletter, a weekly newsletter. It's a modest, uh, you know, um, it's a modest, uh, size culture and it definitely has its devoted followers that all share my last name, um, and are related to me. Um, <laughs> but it, it definitely has people who are not on social media or who are not on the, like on a, don't go to a website and wanted to come into their inbox for some people coming straight into the inbox, you know, having stories or whatever might be intrusive. Uh, so it's really just finding that right sort of place. And even if it's not my, uh, preferred, um, you know, I'll still try to have a presence because I know that people do want to read these messages and they don't want to say, go on Instagram or they don't want to go on Facebook or they don't want to subscribe to my newsletter, wherever it is that they want to find me. Um, I think it's just to keep in mind and say to yourself with your branding, you know, um, you know, who else do I want to talk to today? Because while I, maybe I exhausted Instagram per se, uh, you know, let's see what's going on on Pinterest or something, you know? Oh, that's such good advice. You know, I, I don't, send out emails very often, but I know that when I do, I get responses from very specific people who don't follow me anywhere else. So when I send out those emails, yeah. they get excited for a recipe or a book recommendation or whatever else, you know, these days it's going to be more about my conference that I'm running, you know, this Kavana conference that I'm running that's all about living an intentional life. And so I'm, again, I don't send that emails out so often and so I'm a work in progress, 
But I want we all. <laughs> yes. Oh my goodness. There's always something new. And it's a little scary, right? When you hear start doing this, start doing that. There's so much advice that comes our way on things that are going to help us grow a business. It's like you said, like really, you know, focus on one thing, maybe do a second thing. Think about yeah. who are the people you want to talk to. I think an interesting thing also to break down for people, uh, something that I went through the whole process, I go through the process of, because, you know, ultimately uh, for me, I'm, I'm, I'm a creative bird. Uh, I'm definitely somebody who um, um, is enjoying this opportunity to find creativity outside of, let's say, sketching or painting. And here, you, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's graphic cre uh, creation, things like that or whatever. But one of the things that I struggle with, with being that sort of creative person, um, or just as, as anybody is that goes out there and puts themselves on the line with whatever their project is, you don't have to draw something to be creative. If you're putting out some sort of messaging, it's your own you know, creativity. Um, it's very raw, it's very personal. Uh, putting aside, uh, one of the things that I've done successfully for myself, one of, uh, you know, um, was not personalizing things. And that was a toughie. Uh, people could, people are entitled to not like what I do or, or I'm, ex or I'm entitled to make a mistake. Oh my goodness. I, I'll never forget the moment of finally coming to terms with it's okay. If I made a uh, typo, let's say on a, uh, a, a graphic, if I yes. wrote the wrong, I one time typoed my own watermark name, like my, you know, <laughs> and it was on one of my memes. So I'm like, can't this be part of the joke? It's okay. But it had already engaged. It was out there in the world. And I said, Oh, okay. So Baba, what am I going to do? Yeah. You know, and being comfortable with mistakes will allow you also to reach greater success because I don't mind also if, even if I post, I'll put a post on humans. I'll look at it. I see if it doesn't get the engagement I wanted to get at a certain uh, period of time. I'm okay taking it down. Okay, that didn't work. Okay, you know, let me try it again or let me not try it. It's so my biggest advice for anyone who's overwhelmed because we all can be overwhelmed and trust me, um, I get it is, is it's okay. Like just try what you can do, do what you can now. And there are things even that I'm suggesting now that I couldn't have done in year one, let's say. Uh, it's, a, it's a process as you know, it's an evolution. There are things that we're thinking about, even this podcast, you couldn't have gotten to it, I'm sure, uh, a year ago. It had to be in its right time and you had to be in your right frame uh, to be able to deliver the actual um, total product that, you, you know, that you're delivering here. Everything's in its right time. So while you're hearing lots of suggestions and tips, don't think you're responsible to do all of them or all of them at once and be okay with the fact that it's all right. If you mess up, you make mistakes, I promise you, we, we do it more often than uh, we admit to because we're supposed to be putting out our best product. <laughs> but, uh, but it's, you know, it's an important piece to, to, to have that okay feeling. Yeah. You know, before we started this podcast, I was telling you that I don't really edit very much and dogs bark and phones ring and, and I just don't care because... I, number one, I'm really not looking for perfection ever, <laughs> ever. Exactly. Oh my gosh. When, when I have my blog or I'm posting on Instagram or I'm running this conference, I keep, if I sit and compare other people's events and other people's things to mine or other people's podcasts, I start seeing all the mistakes, but then, but then it's still happening. You know, we're here because I'm okay with making mistakes. It's also great that we have a lot of friends that are uh, in similar uh, public uh, social, you know, marketing kind of environments. And when we were such, I know you and I connected on this, we're, we're supporters, we're cheerleaders. Yeah. We definitely, uh, and you know, I don't understand why people shouldn't be because it's so exciting when you're, you know, when your friend does something or someone you love, or even a stranger like has an accomplishment, I'll be like, right on, you know, it's like, great. 
Um, and um, when I hear interviews from friends or I'm listening to a podcast of a friend and they start criticizing themselves and I'm like, are you kidding? you just killed it. Are you kidding me? <laughs> so it's always a good lesson for ourselves. It's like when I hear other people saying that, um, so obviously we're doing a great job uh, right now. Oh, you know, this my is sister amazing. will tell us we knocked it out. Perfect. Um, but, but it is, it is a good lesson because, uh, you know, we all take pause. We all have our insecurities and we're all trying to, you know, put our best face out there. But, you know, there's always that, you know, especially when I don't think when we signed up for social media, we thought we'd be on, on the other end of a microphone or camera, things like this. You know, we were just behind our little laptops and computers and posting and clicking and here are our voices and our faces. So it's sort of, um, it, it's, it's, it's nice. It's interesting. It's new for all of us um, and getting comfortable with that and learning to say, it's okay, <laughs> you know? Well, I have one last question for, actually, that's not true. I lied. I have two. Number one, sure. do you have a, at least now, do you have a specific goal? And if you're willing to share, like a goal or a dream for Humans of Judaism? So what started off as an idea to bring positive Jewish content to the internet, sort of have a, a better digital footprint with stories, history, uh, that's been a significant goal, is not just the media end of it on the front end. Um, a lot of my back end intention is to fill in a lot of those spaces. You know, I want someone who's gonna Google Jewish and like, you know, just populate the heck out of uh, a lot of these wonderful stories and history and things like that. Uh, the next step, um, it's really just, uh, there are some things that I am working on that I'm excited about, but are too um, early on to discuss, uh, you know, things like that. But the total summary of it is for humans, I really am just riding the wave and taking every uh, introduction, relationship, and opportunity to do more and more organically and naturally as it comes um, in my father's memory and on behalf of the Jewish community, uh, whether it be, um, uh, you know, uh, like I just returned with Nefesh Benefesh and championing the work that they do and showing off uh, that wonderful resource of how to uh, move to Israel, or if it's, uh, highlighting things, uh, you know, going on at Yad Vashem um, and partnering up with them. It's, it's really just seizing the opportunities. So humans is, uh, while it's really just me, it's really still, it's sort of just this whole kind of teaming of um, different things that I can be working on. And uh, I guess the summary is to have a digital footprint for the community and, uh, and beyond, obviously, uh, and to go into greater things than just digital. But for now, it's very important to me to have that out there. That's great. I mean, I love your mission and you have so much heart for your mission, which means that it's just going to keep going because you know what you want. And when we know our why, when we know our why and what we want, we can only go forward from there. Uh, okay. So here's the last question, the real last question. Okay. Um, and I asked this to every single person in the interview and I would love to hear from you. If this, now this is kind of a stinky question to ask you considering your goals, but if this is your last day on social media, okay. what would be the message that you would want to share? That's a horrible question, considering my goals. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> um, obviously, it's going to have to be a big fat highlight reel. Uh, and, um, and I guess I would uh, delve deeper into the mission and how it started, why, what got me out of bed every day why I've been doing this and to thank, uh, you know, I can put out the same content every day for five years and nobody's looking at it. So the success of it, 
uh, seems to be mirrored by the following. So it's, it goes right back down to the followers uh, who also motivate me uh, so much. So uh, I couldn't have gotten to this last day, guys, <laughs> uh, without <laughs> you. Um, and uh, that would really, I mean, the last post would have to go into that because I think it's just, if we're selling a brand or something that's meaningful, you know, each day is sort of a story that helps deliver that message, but it ultimately should come down to one total message. It should be a solid, easy uh, sort of delivery, I guess, on a, on a goodbye. Nice. I'd also say the hit right because obviously I'm going to come back guys. I don't know what this last day question is. <laughs> Everybody's got a different answer and I love it. And I think that your answer is really special. And I, and I'm going to say you're welcome because I love to be a part of your community. So um, I appreciate I'm that. doing my one little part to help you grow, it's always fun for me. Um, and to have you here, I'm so grateful. And I would love for you to tell everybody where they can find you. Okay. You can find me at the usual places you'd expect. Uh, Humans of Judaism on Facebook, Humans of Judaism on Instagram, Twitter, Pinterest, Tumblr. Uh, you can also check out humansofjudaism.com. And um, that's pretty much the home base, as I like to call it. And you can follow things from there and you can see where to sign up for that weekly newsletter we discussed if you are interested in getting that. Awesome. And everybody really, really should, because if you, there's nowhere else, you know, that you're going to get things, get them in your inbox. Get them in your inbox too. Uh, and definitely right on in that inbox. And I'm very sensitive. I always say I'm a user before I'm an editor. So I will not be inundating you with like an email every day. It's just a once a week recap of what you might've missed. Love it. And there's always something to miss because we never see everything on social media. So Nikki, thank you so much for being here. I am so grateful that you came on the podcast today, that you downloaded Zoom. I am especially excited. <laughs> and now your sister will know. So surprise. She will know. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciated being on your show. Thanks for listening. And I hope today's podcast inspired you to take action. I always love to hear from you guys. What are you up to? What challenges you're facing? What are you celebrating? So head on over to Instagram and find me at the real Melinda Strauss and share what you're up to. And if you liked what you heard today and want more just like it, don't forget to subscribe to the Kavana podcast so that you get a notification every time I post a new episode.